Thank you for checking out another episode of Sack of Mental Illness. I'm your host and creator, Ryan Smith. And please feel free to check out past episodes from past seasons on all streaming platforms, as well as our page on Facebook called Sack of Mental Illness. Thank you. Have a good one. Hi, back again, back again. Welcome to another episode of Sack of Mental Illness with your boy Ryan Smith and my co-host for the day, Mr. Clint Mooney. Today is a special day. I've been waiting to do this interview for a long time. I'm great to have this guy here today. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Oh Adam Grant to the show. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? I'm thank doing you. great, man. Thank you for having. Thank you for actually taking the time to come on this platform. I've been uh, waiting for this one. In case y'all are wondering, this is the work life guy. Yes, the I work life. Been looking forward to this for some time now. I really appreciate y'all uh, inviting me on here, taking the time to uh, talk to us and uh, help continue to promote our brand and uh, be good friends in this area that we call home. Man. We appreciate what no, we appreciate what you're doing. Yes. First let's start with that. Like mm-hmm. I said, the last interview, Clint was laughing when I said it, but yes, I got my hoodie and my cups. So like I said, I got a hoodie. I got hoodie. So like I, I said <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but like I said, man, it's the work that you have done with work life, man, has been it's been great. All jokes aside, like I said, for me, do you keep doing it. Um appreciate that. Keep doing it. Like I said today. Some great questions. Like I said, it's gonna be a great interview. So, like I said, um, mm-hmm. first to start by asking, how things going with you, man? Mr. Things, things are going really well. I'm uh, wearing some new clothing. Been flying my drone, so that's been. Going I've seen that. You've been killing yeah. with the drone game. I've been need seeing to, that. Need to do a work life commercial, um, so that way you guys can see the clothing. And if you want to, you can just watch this on YouTube because we're all wearing work life clothing. We got hats, we got decals, we got cups. <laughs> we got more than just hoodies. Man, we, we got more than there. just hoodies. So if y'all get up and go get it every day, y'all definitely want to look, look up this work. Okay. Yes, sir, indeed. But I see you killing the drone game, so that's good. Absolutely, Mr. Remax. That's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, real estate's a little slow, but um, I, you know, still plugging along at it, so I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, So, Mr. Grant, how business is going with you? I know you've been busy, busy, busy. Man, I got people calling from Roanoke to Richmond right now. That's good. And that's just for real work. Uh, Shout out to Grant's Glass and my family and uh, the guys that helped me get it done there every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gave me a good quote, by the way. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. We, we we try to be fair, right, with everybody, man. Um, honesty, integrity, and hard work is what my dad and my uncle started that off of. Uh, that's what we at work life try to embody, and that's what we hope that everybody around us continues to try to hopefully feed off of and find their drive from what we're trying to do. So. Like I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm like curious. How did work life get started? Was it like out of Grant's class, like in what, what y'all it, were doing there, or no, yeah. not it. It was more of it was me, me and Joe, uh, one of my best friends, um, mm-hmm. sitting around one Friday, and this was 
at this point, uh, six years ago. Um, wow, that's like a good long time. We were sitting around in, in the garage at the, at the house and I had my truck backed up to the, uh, to the garage door. And we were sitting there hanging out, drinking a couple of beers and I had a Salt Life sticker on the back of my truck. And at that point, I hadn't been on vacation in six years. <laughs> Dang. You ain't really living that salt life. Not at no. all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I, I see those right. stickers. It looks like it says something else. But and uh, so we were at the house, and you know we'd had a couple beers, and we looked out, and the way that we both remember it was me looking out at my truck and going, you know what? Fuck salt life. What about work life? And Joe immediately grabbed a pencil, started sketching, and a pad. Wow! See, that's how things start. That's awesome. We we actually we 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 still got the note at the house. He wrote it down on a um, hand pad for Grant's class, Mm -hmm. a little notepad that we carry around to write all our notes on. And um, nothing came of it that night. And we sat around for about two years. And kind of researched it, looked things over, uh, saw that nobody had. No one else was doing nothing like that. Nobody wants to work nowadays, right? So, of course, nobody would come up with work life because nobody wants to work nowadays. This is a garage in Farmville, Virginia. Rice. Rice, Virginia. I'm sorry. We're just all outside. You don't even know where you live in. I know, but you know, (laughs) sometimes Farmville, Virginia. Farmville, Virginia attracts oh, more dude. people. Farmville, oh, Virginia. Well, hey, shout out to Sandy River Outdoor Retreats and Rice. Oh, don't forget about the um the the whiskey cabin. The distillery is coming soon. Yes, Definitely. Rice is Rice is a subsidiary of Farmville, but uh, Rice is where the work's getting put in. Can we like turn this at Rice into a golf cart community so we, we can use we got a golf cart? It's enough land. It's enough land. It's enough land to do it. Yeah. I know but Bobby's got some cut through paths. They man, they just but they just they're closing the, the airport and the, the Farmville Airport. Are, they're not closing the Farmville Airport, they're closing the golf course. The golf course is what I meant. She's, yeah. She's, mm. But yeah. they're still keeping it. Um but speaking of, they're looking for a place to do fireworks, so if anybody out there knows of a place. I got two acres in rice. Oh, uh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> we can launch on that Bobby's field. Uh, just don't uh, tell them. Yeah, it'll work. No, but anyway, let's get back on topic. But, <laughs> that's what's up. See, I told you, I, I'm a almond brother. I'm a no, ram, I look, I'm a hey, that's ram, good. I'm a this, man. Trust me, this is good. This is good. This is good. Uh, but no, so we researched it and uh, and looked up for about two years uh, before we actually reached out to see about getting mm-hmm. our design uh, copyrighted. And the only thing that we found that was relatively close there just so happens to be another Adam Grant that has a work-life podcast. Not even shit. Have you talked to him? No. Maybe we should get him on the show. Like, uh, (laughs) no, I'm not even kidding, man. Blew my mind too. Right. But check him out. Which I, I mean, part of me wasn't surprised. Like, of course, Adam Grant came up with work-life. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, it wasn't, it wasn't me. But um, he probably works at a glass shop. He he's got a different take on it. It's uh, 
he's got a more white collar mm-hmm. take than I do on it. That's just like a button up suit and tie work like Yeah, that kind. You can still make one of those. I mean it's and well that's then that's the thing that I've been trying to explain to everybody because with the boots obviously then everybody that's our flagship logo. Everybody has loved that we've yeah. had. Yeah. So this, many, this community though, this community yeah. really appreciates well, that. Yeah, that's what they really yeah, do. I'm a I'm a class A contractor. Uh, good to know. Joe uh, is a master electrician, works for A plus electric. Okay. Who is also a class A contractor. So the right. two creators of work life, we uh, that's where the boots came from because that was our take on it. But I've been telling everybody the whole time with this thing, it you Google work. It's yeah. the time, the effort, and the energy mm-hmm. that you put into doing whatever you think it is. You gotta go brush your teeth and wipe, wash your ass. That's work. Mm-hmm. That is you gotta, work. You He's gotta, giving you the definition, guys. You gotta do. Take laundry. note. You gotta do laundry to make sure that you don't stink. And got something to wear to work the next day. Mm-hmm. That's work. That's work. Take Every, notes. Everything you got. You don't have a dishwasher. Even if you do, got a dishwasher. Yeah. I ain't. I, I'm not lucky enough one to have one. I, I got a dishwasher sitting in my garage that I still need to hook up. But I'm still doing it by hand, like my mama, my stepmama taught me how to do. That's the best way, man. Because you can't have some stinking ass dishes sitting in your sink. No, you can't. No. If you want to eat again tomorrow. Yeah, you can't. Oh, that's work. You can't. That's work. Yeah. One dirty dish and I say, every, like, let me get this. Every little, yeah. every little piece of time, effort, and energy that it's you work. put in is work. Mm-hmm. And of course, if, if this thing ever gets to a point where it's big enough, we want to incorporate everybody, every trade that you know that is on the planet. Yeah. Every type of work, yeah, but. We're small business. You gotta right start now. where you started from. We're small stick with right now. So stick with what you know. That's what and that's good advice. That's what a liquor yeah. store attendant told me. That is true. Right, you gotta listen to those guys. <laughs> they they see a lot of people. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> they wrong across a lot of people from a lot of walks of life. You didn't know you were gonna get comedy hour. <laughs> that is true. Right, uh, you should do stand more, up. Than, more than just a pretty face, man. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Alright, let's see. So going back to your upbringing growing up as a child how was that for you fun and difficult mm, is the I best way for me to, to describe it uh, my youngest memory which I can barely remember what I did five days ago but some things stick with you definitely um my youngest memory, I was three years old, and I remember my mom and my dad, that was the day that they split. And I remember kind of bouncing around with her, not really seeing my dad a whole lot. For about a year, she ended up getting in some legal trouble, and uh, that's when my dad got custody and met my stepmom and married her when I was about five and we moved out to Buckingham. So, that was difficult because I had a stepsister who was eight days older than me, which was 
kind of helpful because we were going through the same things. Yeah. You know, we were going through life at the same age. Yeah. And I, it couldn't have made it easy on our parents. You know, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got one boy and one girl the same age. And, yeah. Uh, All needing these things at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I obviously miss my mom. But my sad mama taught me is one of the reasons that this is a thing. Yeah. Like, she taught me how to take care of myself and not have to depend on somebody else mm-hmm. if it came to that point. Like, I was washing my own clothes and that. Because the washer and the dryer were downstairs, and she like she was like, I'm, nope, I'm, I ain't running up down them stairs. This is how you do it. You do it. You do it. Call the fire, man. Ain't no better way. Yeah. Wow. That's a... Mm. That... Wow. I had no idea. So, like, after y'all moved to Buckingham and all, what pretty much transpired from there? Did you graduate from Buckingham? Or? No, 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 no. So, that's why I'm the, <laughs> I'm the ambassador for Southside Virginia. As, at least is how I feel. I was born at right. what used to be Southside Community Hospital, which is now Central. They're making strides, man, for real, in this community. I'm proud There's of mm-hmm. Farmville, Virginia, Prince Edward County needs to step up a little bit, but they need to. Mm-hmm. Farmville will hopefully make everybody follow suit. Um, yeah. Nottaway looks real good right now. Um, but ask me one more time, Clint. Oh, I was just talking about your upbringing after, uh, like, after Buckingham and all. You were saying you're an ambassador. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, That's yes, pretty yes, cool, yes, though. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, again, born in Prince Edward. I, uh, me and my sister started going to Fuqua. Uh, started there kindergarten okay. until second grade. Uh, my step-grandmother, Jackie Southall, uh, yeah. Coach Skeeter Force sister, uh, was our grandma so we went there from kindergarten to second grade and my stepmother was teaching at Nottaway and she taught at Cumberland for years before she started teaching at Nottaway um (laughs) that is dope that is dope (laughs) Nottaway that was dope (laughs) that's coincidence yeah but uh so now tuition got tuition got too high uh you know my dad was a small business owner and uh yeah my mom was a stepmom was a teacher. But I'm just going to keep calling her mom from here on out because. Go for it. Yeah, go uh, for it. So, like, tuition got too high. So, from third grade, we started going to Burgville Elementary, which is no longer a school anymore, but they got some big plans coming. Uh oh. Got some big plans. Spike Zumbro, the mayor of Burgville, he's going to kick my ass for saying that, but, uh, it's some it's some good things coming, man. We'll edit uh, that out. Yeah, yeah. you no, can we leave. Won't. You can leave that. In. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't really gonna do nothing. Fondle news. He yeah. ain't really gonna do nothing. But uh, so we started going to Burgle Elementary, third grade. Uh, again, living in Buckingham. Mm-hmm. So we were traveling. We had to drive forty-seven miles one way just to get to school. 
Yeah, that gets old. My, 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 when me and my sister got our driver's license, my dad was sending three vehicles from Buckingham to Nottoway every day because my sister had a job. My mom had to go to, well, technically, mm. well, she was paying for hers, obviously. She, it's not like she wasn't working. She's a teacher. Yeah. Um, and when I started playing basketball, like, that was a wrap. Like, I was, I was gone every day. Mm-hmm. And... Like, I think back to him, like, dude, you had a lot to facilitate. Yeah. You know, like, that's a lot of miles. There needs to be some, like, more outdoor basketball courts, you know, some better maintained basketball courts. For I agree. Yeah, gotta be. I agree. Especially for the youth, especially these days. Yeah. Y'all ever play? I, I used to play at Sun Chase <laughs> <Hoops> and... <laughs> We got the cops called on us at McDonald's after we played Prince Edward up here. Oh gosh! Oh, oh, oh man! <laughs> Outdoor, out dude, that was one of the. I, it's one of the. I'll never forget that game. Uh, Coach Scott made them boys. Coach, 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 come on, son! I call you son because you. Cause oh, no, I call you son because you shine. You sound like that's a quote. That is a quote. But, um, and still, good friends of mine to this day. Um, Javon Lockett, <laughs> um, Cameron. Cameron Gray, AJ Folks. Yep. Um, Coach Folks, we were. I'm that was a squad, man. Dude, no, no squad. I'll never forget walking in to halftime of that game. Because, of course, uh, WFLO at the time was covering it. Yeah. And, man, was the. Uh, Coach Pettis came up. Me and we were running a triangle and two on defense, which normally when you do that, the two guys playing man are playing man on the guards. Yeah. Well, we were running a triangle in two. I was guarding. I'm, I, I played center. Was guarding Javon Lockett, who's Le, the size of LeBron James. Uh, if you've ever met him, you know that Javon's ever been a 6'8", Tall. Yeah. Hood. That's what they called him. Tall. Big, big boy. And, yeah. uh, and Jay was on, on Cameron Gray. And we were walking into the into the locker room, and um, you hear the radio announcer going, "Everybody's dismayed. The Nottaway Cougars lead the Prince Edward Eagles at halftime." Oh God! Coach Scott made them boys run suicides the whole halftime while we were in the locker room, and they beat the dog shit out of us. Oh shit! The whole second half. Oh shit! I did not. I no. did, I, I've never heard of another. I've never heard ever. Of another, like that's some Bobby Knight shit. That's some Indiana Bobby. Look, Knight. yeah, every like, single year he didn't throw a chair or like choke nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you don't run, y'all, y'all losing so the game. Yeah. That is, dude, it was six hundred people in the stands. Like, and, and they were, I had, a, I had a hickey on my neck this big. Oh gosh, oh, God. like, and I was embarrassed before the, before the game started. Like, I was damn sure embarrassed after halftime. Like. Cool. But I'll never forget that man. I still love them boys. Everybody, all my all my teammates and, and even opponents, man. Like you don't forget stuff like that. Wow, Coach Scott had him doing suicide at halftime. He was always talking about we're going to state this year. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm like Coach Scott. Basketball season just ended. Yeah, he just lost five starters. I still I still just they tell people, man. Like y'all don't understand how good Brunswick and Greensville were when we played. Like every year they were in state. Man, they were dominant in a lot of sports. You know, sports yeah, like, yeah. yeah, how big 6'10 is? 6'10, <laughs> like, that's almost. They, seven, they, yeah, that's bro, they had two guys that were almost 6'10, and uh, me and Antoine Braithwood. Uh, I would have the center and power forward. I was like, 
six four, like uh, 170 pounds at the time. Yeah. Because we were running like track horses. Antoine was just about the same height, and he was even skinnier than me. And we show up in Greensville, and we're just like something different. Coach, what uh, the fuck? What are we, what are we this, gonna do, man? Space Jam. We just space we, need, we need to some, yeah, like, some, uh, some, some secret stars, coach. We need some like, secret juice. We, we need some yeah. secret sauce. Secret <laughs> it was any of the whole time. Like, nah, I won't. Like, nah, we needed the secret secret. The, the secret stuff. Secret stuff. <laughs> like. Maybe y'all just need to be running um, pay, uh, pacers and suicides during halftime. Yeah, yeah. definitely does. Too. <laughs> uh, man, Good I'll never grief! That. Wow, that is crazy. That is crazy. So based off the information you told us, basically, looking back at it, sports. Your household from that point was never stable. Nope. Mm. Because you said you was you was constantly on the go so that was the next question I was going to ask you but you pretty much answered it it wasn't stable looking back at it because you had to pretty much be from back and forth and that's a lot that what I mean and that started in third grade third grade one of the one of the questions that you uh, that you had sent me was about uh, music (laughs) definitely that, that was one of the questions about music and I didn't get asked a question about music. Absolutely saved my life. That's the answer I like to hear. So, on this 47-mile journey every day, we, of course, we had to get up and, you know, we had one bathroom. The farmhouse I grew up in was built in 1924. Like, we had three beds. That's not long after the Titanic sank. Three bitter. That's like right before the Great Depression started. Really? Rick, yeah. Right before it. Right. Which we're living in it now. So like it is. What pretty it much. Is. Pretty yeah. much. True. It, but true. We'll, hold on, we'll hold off on that. Yeah. Uh, true. But. <laughs> um, Where's that so sticker we, that said I did that? We had the. Uh, we had three bedrooms, one bathroom. Of course, Dad had to be at work at eight at the glass shop. Their bedroom was all the way over here. Me and my sister's bedroom were right across from each other, and the bathroom was right in the middle. So, about the time we were probably seven, eight, and me and Coyle again, we were eight days apart. Yeah. So, her birthday's April 19th, mine's April 27th. We're stepbrother and sister, but we're eight days apart. So, they took the fucking wow. doors off and put beads up. Because we were mac, 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 like back and forth fighting like cats and dogs, like brother and sister would do. So dad and my and mom took the doors off the hinges to our to our rooms. Like so, y'all could bicker more. No, no, like no privacy. Like y'all are gonna shut up and do what we tell you. Yeah. Like, Dang. True. Then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. So. Driving, uh, like we had to drive to school every day, and I'll never forget the day my my mom got this Pontiac Montana van. This thing is sweet looking. Dude, when you're so with the package that one that she had, it was perfect for me because of course I had to ride it back because my sister was gonna ride up front with her mom. They could listen to the radio. They had this little mount block up top. Mm-hmm. 
you can plug your headphones into it, put a CD in up front, listen to the headphones, listen to the CD in the back while they still listen Classic. to the radio. Classic. And like, I, I'm a human jukebox because of that. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, everything from George Strait to 50 Cent, man, it don't matter. See, that's what, <laughs> I, that, I, that, see, for me, I love when people have a different, like a long range of different music selections. I listen to everything. Rock, rap, country. And when you said the name, people be like, you listen to that? Yeah. You'd be surprised. Like I said, you'd be surprised. I I don't do the heavy metal shit. I told him I I got yelled at enough when I was little. I don't want to listen to that shit when I'm trying to when I'm trying to listen to music. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. What about Disturbed? Disturbed by right? Yeah, not bad, but it's a couple tracks. It's a couple songs. It's a couple records. It's a couple tracks. Yeah. It's a couple tracks. Didn't they do Stone Cold's uh, they did. Theme song. They did. Say. they did a remix to it. Huh. So you know I like the sound of glass breaking. That was iconic. always one of my favorites. Iconic. Iconic. That's the <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> iconic. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Call you the glass uh, genie. Glass genie. Uh, man, we're trying to uh, we trying to make everybody's wishes come true. Definitely. Like I said, George. Like you said, George Strait, Fifty Cent. Like I said, I can listen to. Nirvana and Ice Cube. Yep. I could jump from different. Mm-hmm. Cause like right. I said, my phone, my phone goes from, Con- from Kevin Gates to Conway Twitty. Like, it's a drop of a hat. Drop like don't hat. don't let it be on shuffle. You don't know what you might. You don't hear. know what you gonna get. And people think me like, you listen to that? Yeah, you got a problem with it? Nah. I didn't. Well, I've and always, they be not to it. I've always been one of those people that I've been. I've always been a history buff. As far as music. Any, any, anything else goes. Like I did when I was when I was younger. I was real big into uh, like Egyptian mythology, stuff like that. Like it always fascinated me. But like when we when we had to start burning CDs, LimeWire. Oh yeah, y'all don't remember. <laughs> That's like, y'all don't remember. See, I, I, see, I, I said it because, like I said, I did a whole y'all, lot of burn. Hey, no shame, man. I'm, Dude, I used to like beg my dad to go up to my cousin's house in Powhatan because they had good internet up near Richmond. We had that old ass cousins. Hey, uh, like, uh, so I, 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 I was, that was the rough yeah, back in the day. I was just thinking you're making weird noises. Yeah, like I would man. Now that's how the phone used to sound when it was trying to connect to the internet. <laughs> the phone? Oh, you mean the plug-in line? Download. Yeah. Download in there. AOL. They were. They, they don't even have home phones anymore. So I said, line wire. So, it's the shit yeah, I ain't gonna lie Daddy Napster was the shit Back in the day I'm not gonna lie oh, And burning CDs but, Hey I ain't got no shame yeah, Burning yeah, CDs Hey absolutely. absolutely I still got burning CDs I still got them the shit out of them If y'all can find them You can have them Go <laughs> Hey No shame I got ways to play them I say I still play them Yeah I still got a CD player in the truck. See those old, yeah, I was about to say. Everything got Bluetooth. Yeah. I've also broken a CD player in my truck because the Bluetooth kept acting up. Like, technological glitching. I don't, that bothers me sometimes. Yeah, the technology. I got a, sometimes I got a long fuse, sometimes I got a short fuse. Yeah, at least you got Bluetooth in your truck. Right, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Ought to be pretty thankful, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Second mental illness. Definitely, hey, definitely, definitely, definitely. But like I said, uh, music to me was a big component for me personally. Like I said, growing up for me, that was my outlet. Escape. 
That was my escape from music. Because some artists these days, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, they're not like they used to be. Yeah. Back then, artists had substance. So you could understand what they were, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. These days, you can't feel it. It's like they're just doing it for clout. They're doing it for recognition. I mean, they put that in a song. Like, I'm doing it for clout. And then, I'm looking at them like, hippity, 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 like what? Ooh, not be. It's like music back then it had more meaning to it, like you felt it. These days you don't feel it. Because artists, they don't take it seriously these days. They don't. I can't tell what they're saying. Who, you, who, you can't. Who are two or, give me two or three of your top new, well, I'm going to say new, but current? Current rap artists. I can name two. I got two right off jump. I can name two right off jump. I, uh, three. Go I got three right off jump for me. All right, you oh, go first. I'm, I need to write this down. All right, you go first. Joiner, J. Cole, and Big Crit for me. You name one of mine, but I had to say two. J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick ain't current. It's coming May 13th. He said it's coming. It's coming May it's 13th. Coming. It's coming May I, 13th. And I, it's going to blow because he ain't put out no single, no nothing. He's put out due date. Left alone. But that's got I mean Eminem did that. And it's either gonna it, <sighs> but, it's, it's gonna go or blow. Sorry for the way. But I think I think I, just, I think Kendrick's like, gonna blow because he ain't been out in five years. You gone for like, people like, like where the hell is Kendrick? They've been waiting on that like detox. Almost. Yeah. Well and like music for me, like I enjoyed writing. I'm I can't sing, but like I enjoyed writing. You can rap though. I try to rap. You can rap. Everybody can rap, man. Dr. Seuss <laughs> <Dr. laughs> did that. Everybody said you can rap, though. You can rap, though. Let's see. But, like, when you're talking about, like, people use music to express, like, themselves and stuff and, like, really help them get over certain things, like, you could probably listen to a song and, like, that's almost like a tattoo or, like, a memory of certain times in your life and stuff. And I, I like that. They're permanent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Saints fan, he is already. He's that's Ted Love. Right there. I don't know why he wears shirts. He he pulling that's out his hat. That's the one right there. Ted Love, Mama, Daddy, Uncle. Y'all know what it is right there. Uh huh. Work life. Yeah. Established 2020. Y'all gonna have to watch this on YouTube to see his hats. Yeah, definitely. He, he just stripped for us. He got some fire tattoos. They, they, they waiting on the calendar. I ain't gonna give it to him yet. <laughs> okay. I'll say, I'll not, I'm not still, yeah, I'm still waiting on it. I gotta, I gotta line up a couple more models. All right, cool. Yeah, but for me, like I said, those two right now, probably my top two current. You gonna make me go back and listen to Kendrick now? I like, I like Crick because he, man, you can't, you just can't beat the the that Mississippi, nah, that Mississippi that. Southern accent. I don't know like, what y'all are talking about. Is it, well, hold, look, what? Hold up, hold up. All right, hold on. I gotta. Clear Mooney, hold up. You mean to tell me you don't know who J. Cole is? Look, I live out in Rice. No, I know who J. Cole is. All right, I was going to say. You about to hurt this part? You about to hurt both our feelings. They say cricket, and I'm like, what? Big crit. Big crit. Big K-R-I-T. The names that they come up with. You almost gave me. I was like, Lord, you don't know who J. This is It's poetry. I can't pick up any radio stations. I have old vehicles. How you sitting up on the hill over here? Ain't got no service. I got more service in my garage. You ain't got service? Uh, not much. What service provider you have? 
the best one in the United States of America. You got Verizon. Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna, hey, we gonna need a check for that. Look Verizon. at that one bar. Can I got service. Good. Give me them. We're on a podcast. You don't need to be on your phone anyway. Put it down. Hey, to, this is the hey, this, this is good. I'm trying to tell you it's gonna be the one of the best. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put you on. We now interrupt this podcast to introduce Three Roads Brewing Company beer. Music people like Check it out. Shout out Miles Sadler. Miles Sadler, what's up? Who that? Who that? Hey, he was one of the he was one of the first Saints fans, other than Matt Hurley. Oh, that I ever met in Farmville, Virginia, other than myself. You should see if they can uh, let us do a podcast in in the Farmville Brewery. That'd be great. We talk to everybody. Let's right. do it. That'd be dope. Well, let's do it, it when they're closed so we can get Miles and do a good interview. But let's finish this one first. Oh, we got plenty of time for this one. We, we always plug you just hey, The more I talk, the more editing you guys do. I'm nothing. Once I hit done and hit save and publish, it's going to be a done deal. Like I said, if it was live, it would be hearts going up the left side. Don't worry, Will. Once you post it, it's going to be jumping. It's going to be jumping. Yeah, if they listen to 32 minutes, I'm just playing. It's going to be jumping. No, but you do notice how we always plug someone for the next podcast and then we get them on the podcast? It's called networking. You've been working, man. You've been working hard on this podcast. Ryan Smith's been working really hard to keep this this going. Killing it. Don't put it yeah. in. No, 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 no. And thank you for scheduling the time to, you know, like, but we got, I want to hear something a little bit more about, like, again. what you got there, man. Okay. You want me to keep digging in more? Uh, dude, this is second mental illness. All right, cool. Cool, no problem. We were talking about music. That's one we of the questions. We haven't started the questions. waterworks yet. That's one of the questions. That's one of the questions I was going to ask. But he already he brought up. question. He said. Thank you. He brought He brought up music. I love music. So that's yeah. a good, great topic. Like I said, we both like Kendrick. Can y'all Jayco, get so me hey. cultured a little bit more? <laughs> we will. I appreciate that. Like you know, Spotify's got like a top rock, top country, top, top rap. rap. Top. What is Spotify? You don't, you don't, know, don't, you don't know how to host a podcast. I don't have Spotify. I literally got that. It's, the best, it's the best music streaming app, I would say. Yeah. yeah. That's what my podcast is. Actually, no, I do know podcast or Spotify because of Joe Rogan and, and like the stuff that was going on with him. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So I keep up. <laughs> Get your Because I keep up with podcasts. Okay. They play music on those. Okay. Yeah. I they don't do. have it, but. They do. You need to get it. Yeah. You need to yeah. get it. Yeah. I need to get it so I can listen to Ryan Smith's podcast. Besides me, music though, you gotta get you up to speed with that because you, yeah. you gotta be on your game. Yeah. Definitely does. You gotta know, you these, you gotta, you gotta know these people. You gotta know Look, them. Unplugged, man. Disconnected. You need to I did, I did, I did show up. He was vacuuming and had to head to news playing. Like, not, he wasn't even listening to music. Like, cleaning house. He was. Cleaning house the news? Clean. Clean house the news? You gotta try to make it fun, man. You know, you're right. Especially if I'm gonna be video editing and putting sounds in there. You gotta be speed. That was always one of my dream jobs. Like I always thought it would be cool uh, to be uh, like a movie producer, like during the scenes of the movie. Uh, having yeah. a big oh, individual like all right, Rose is dying on the Titanic. Like what song do we play? Like Wayne and Garth just showed up to <laughs> like, to the store. Like, what song do we play? I mean, you got to get that right, or else it's not going to get the point. Well, like, box. I figured I'm not ever going to be a Playboy photographer, for, so I should. Like, I was thinking maybe I'm that. Pretty sure they but, didn't they 
They don't do magazines. They close up shop. Oh, they sold the mansion, so. It, when it's just sold the mansion, they pretty much just pretty much just killed it. They pretty much just killed it. <laughs> yeah, once Hugh left the face of the earth, it's pretty much just killed it. Oh no, there's some girls bringing it back, trying to play his name in the dirt. They're trying to but, bring it back, but we ain't not gonna put y'all business out there. But we see what y'all doing, but. Dude, you know that. We'll 80 years like old that. in a robe, and we'll y'all, y'all, y'all on him. Yeah, but we we'll like that. Like, Don't we all want to be 80 in a robe? Uh, or, or even putting like Bill. Even better. Oh, uh, 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 I mean, I mean, say that. I mean, say that. But anyway, but <laughs> okay. Back to this is too much. The, no, this is great. Another question for you. Feel like this. Do you feel like at what point was the toughest during your upbringing, and how did you process those experiences? Mentally. That's a good one. Um, and honestly, for me, like other than dealing with my real mom not being around that much, my, my upbringing wasn't that difficult. Like it took adjustment. But I never went without or needed anything. My stepmom and dad and my my step grandparents. Um, I never got to meet uh, either of my real mom's parents or my dad's dad. The only person I ever grandparent I ever got to meet was uh, my nana my dad's mom and that woman is a saint Mm -hmm. and uh, one day I'm going to get her out to Woodland I wish she didn't have to be in a place like that but as far as my upbringing uh, man I was that thing was this point point it pops it's up just like right time. you know <laughs> that right it is da, 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 da. it's just a notification <laughs> of some shit on fox but um <laughs> it's so good but nah man uh like it was difficult again we never we never went without like we didn't have we didn't have the most like we weren't rich by any means like we drive the truck down to the river on saturdays it wasn't like we were going to the lake and getting on boats gotcha uh, uh, really the hardest part for me started after college uh, yeah. like I went you jump right into that next question too God's about to ask you you spent life to high school you jump right into it like leading up to it like I, it was leading up to Getting out of school was just the typical, uh, you know, I got pulled out of class one day by a coach, Glenn Pettis, thank you, sir, because uh, he saw I was tall. And <laughs> one of my friends was playing basketball. He pulled me out of class. Basketball changed my life. Um, and he pulled me out of class. You know, I had the best friends some of which I still have to this day played even though we got our ass beat every other Friday you know three times a week it was still we were doing what we what we loved to do was getting ready to go to college um, 
remember getting my rejection letter from JMU and my uncle Franklin, who was uh, a huge fundraiser at Longwood. Uh, R.I.P. Uncle Franklin. Uh, he was a big reason that Longwood even became Division One. He he raised a lot of money for that university. And we're really thankful for the, us being Division One man. Yeah, definitely. Big deal. Big Dude, deal. I just I I remember having conversations with him, and it it made it easier for me with everything that I go through in my life. And he'd be like, he could he'd get back from a trip, and he'd be like, yeah, man, I just. I just got back from Florida. I talked to this lady I didn't, I, I hardly knew. I asked her for $10 million kindly. Mm-hmm. It's like, you you got to have a little bit of a set on you to look somebody in the eyes yeah. and be like, hey. Uh, it's a big chunk of change. Big chunk of change. If I get $10 million, <clears throat> and this is the reason for it. And um, I was just... I, and I was really fortunate. My dad and my uncles um, were more helpful than I think that they ever thought that they could be. And so I was getting ready to uh, my uncle after I got my rejection letter from JME. Like my my last chance of, and of course I didn't have bad grades, but uh, like I had like a, you know, I was like a three point three coming out of high that's school. Good, man. Yeah. That's, that's good, man. That's good. Let's not go around and say say GPA. Well, pre calculus is what got me, man. Like, I ain't gonna say that my school was not my. I hated school. I did too. I hated. I couldn't. I didn't like to sit still. Me neither. I can't. I can't. I cannot. I can't sit still. Teacher, read, read. I'm gonna like it's some. I'll be trying to find something else to do. And I my, hate my, school. My pre-calculus teacher sat me right behind the projector. So you couldn't go nowhere. Because I, well, I couldn't. <laughs> man, it was 87 degrees sitting right behind that thing. You sitting there trying to th plus c is the fan equal, blowing on. Yeah, it <laughs> equals, equals, equals on. four or five in parentheses, and you just sat it going. All right. But, uh, so I got excited. My, I'm pretty sure that he never said that he did, but I'm pretty sure that my uncle pulled some strings uh, and got me accepted in the Longwood. And uh, after my first, I had almost completed my first semester. And I, had, and I had like a 3.8. Okay, that's pretty good. At Longwood. Dude, I mean, I was six foot five, 230 pounds going to the gym every day, yeah. like playing ball. Like trying nice to chin. trying to walk on like me and my friend that got me out of class in high school were mm-hmm. both going along with Jesse Roberts. Shout out, sir! Congratulations on your young born, new young born, young newborn, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. baby boy. Um, and we were like legitimately like trying to walk on to Longwood's basketball team and. Then I got the news that my mom had cervical cancer. So I went to my, uh, I don't even remember what, the, what her job title is, uh, administrative 
assistants, Clara Roach. Okay, yeah. That's she, a long way. Yeah, she, uh, they live right down the road from us, out where I grew up at. That's a nice road. Right down there by yeah. Shepherds. Yeah. That's where I grew up. Okay. And uh, so Claire was my advisor. And she's like, I told her, I said, I, I'm going to withdraw so I can go spend some time with my mom. And I did. Mm-hmm. And um, that that was the hardest because I wouldn't trade that time with her, for any, especially right now, like on where I've gotten. Yeah. Um, and my dad, man, like is he? He just had his way. He and he used to tell everybody, my cousins and everybody, and he, me included that I was the most hard-headed, trifling little motherfucker that he had ever met in his life. And he was right. But look how far I got, man. I don't like, I don't like getting told no. Mm -hmm. And when I found out my mom was sick, spent as much time as I could with her, and it got to a point where the inevitable was here. And uh, I remember calling my dad and... Uh, Were you 18, 19 at this time? 19 years old. And, uh, and he told me, he said, you gotta tell her that it's okay for her to die. Dad, I don't know if I can do that. He said, mm. it's not for you. It's for her. And it, the only way that I could have ever done it was because he told me to, told me to do it. I, it wasn't many times growing up that my dad was wrong. And so... I did what he told me to do. I walked in on her, like the day before my mom died, I walked in on her and she was bleeding out of her cervix. So I kneeled down, told her she didn't need to, she didn't need to fight anymore for me, that I'd be all right. And that was a lie, or at least I thought it was, but I knew it wasn't because my dad told me to say that. And, uh, he called me the next day. He was, it was his birthday. He was down at the lake with some of his friends and told me that my mom had died and asked me did I need him to come home. I told him no. It's his fucking birthday. You know? Yeah. Like, nah, I'll be alright. And so I called my cousins and my cousins showed up and that's what that's what family is, man. Mm-hmm. You can't go through stuff like that alone, man. You really can't. I've, I've got some. I got some of the best <clears throat> friends and family on the planet, and that's you can. that's what this means. That's just 
that's kind of why like Ryan does this is like a support system is a big big deal you know everybody needs somebody to talk to man definitely needs somebody definitely you can't do you can't live you this can't life you can't do nothing you can't live this life alone you I didn't know that about nothing. you man I didn't know that about you I had no idea not a Dude, lot of people did I had no idea when when you have to tell someone something like that as far as like hey look it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. I'm gonna be all right. You can go. Yeah, you've done enough for me. Like, that's 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 a really big deal. But you know, that was the second hardest thing I ever had to do. I'm looking forward to hearing what the first thing is because I couldn't imagine <laughs> talking that. But it's pretty much like, look, I'm accepting. Like I'm accepting this, and I don't. You religious man? More spiritual. Spiritual. Okay. Fair enough. Like, I like to believe that, uh, you know, like, we graduate life to life bigger. after last. It's something bigger than all of us. Yeah. No, we're, we're minions right now. We're pawns. Yeah. You know? And what we do here on this earth matters. It I does. think we all, we all, after you go through something traumatic, you, you, you realize that a little bit more. You, get, can, you can either get consumed by it or, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm no saying I'm not perfect by any means, but you can either... And I went down a bad road for a while after mom, but you can either use it to to build or you can use it to destroy. And the choice is yours. Yeah. And it ain't an easy one. Mm-hmm. Some people, when when you say destroy, you like I don't know. I feel like you could also add in excuse. You can use that as an excuse to. I did. I probably did for the longest time until, like, you know, like until until you I had to do anything like that. That's until you accept responsibility for yourself and who you are, and realize that at the end of the day, it don't matter what's on the TV, it don't matter what's on the news. If you ain't taking care of what you got to do mm-hmm. day in and day out, then what chance do you have of helping anybody else? That is true. That is definitely true. You can't even help yourself. What the fuck can you help me do? Really, though? Definitely true. Dad, I had no idea. It's kind of how, like, I look at relationships sometimes. It's like, don't get in, like, if I can't help myself, the, like, the, I'm not getting in a relationship yeah. with you, you know? Yeah. Let me get myself straight. You hit him like booty tank and just put a fucking bowl of milk outside the door. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but it's nah. the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> right, yeah. If you can't help yourself... You're going oh, somewhere, stray cat. Yeah. You can't help yourself. It's... Yeah. Sorry. You got to be able to help you first. Yeah. First, I, first. I, I, or vice versa. I had, you got to get yourself straight, too. I had somebody. Um, I've gotten to know more of my mom's side of the family. Older that I've gotten. Okay. Um, Has that been like a good blessing? And yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Um, and again, for me, Losing my mom at 19, I lost my dad at 21. I'm guessing is this the first? That's the first. That's the first. That's the tough first topic. I didn't have him to tell me to tell him that it was okay to die. Yeah. That was that was the hardest one. You didn't have him to call you or anything like that. Dude, like my dad was a single dad, man. When my mom my mom got arrested, she wasn't just not around. My mom got arrested when I was young. When at I was three. three. My dad was a single father raising me, and 
he did everything right in my eyes anyway like and nobody will ever tell me any different but yeah uh yeah it won't hurt well I mean dad had to deal with that too so like you you don't realize until you get older tough that what adults have to deal with you know and what you don't see mm-hmm. what you don't see what you don't see and like the, yeah how it affects them too like and like maybe they show a lot of restraint and stuff oh, and then like finally once they're empty nesters it's like like I can finally yeah. like I don't you know. never know what they go through behind closed doors maybe it's very, I don't know I've never experienced that part of life yet but that's that's I know I will at some point Everybody does. Everybody does. Circle of life, man. Yeah. So I've dealt with loss. Even people younger than me. Not easy. But it makes you think. It makes you think about what's ahead. Uh, appreciate. Appreciate. What you, what you have. Take the time to reach out to people more. Stay in contact with people more. That, that's one thing that I can honestly contest to you is that if and if I hadn't paid attention like when I withdrew from Longwood I started working I went to work full time at Grand Squires obviously I've worked there summer since I was 14 so at 33 years old I've almost got 20 years of experience in what I do and mom passed started working moved back home even um that didn't work out okay <laughs> that didn't work out <laughs> once you much. move out you don't want to move <laughs> not at all yeah. no offense so, to mom dad no offense to mom dad alright yeah. <clears throat> fuck y'all's house like no I'm not dumb with this no <laughs> so, uh, I'm the king right here I got the only house on the block paid for okay <laughs> uh <laughs> Facts. Man, it's just. (laughs) Went back to work and I remember my uncle, uh, my uncle Jesse, like, took me under his wing. He was the first person that hugged me when I showed up to the house when my dad passed. And he always said that, of course, we always. I don't think it's any of us that don't second guess what we're doing a little bit every now and then. Yeah. You know, um, and he always had a way of just, of course, well, she was my boss at that point. Like, oh, well, you're doing what you need to be doing. You're doing what you need to be doing. Like, well, are you just, like, are you just saying that? Cause you want me to be here working my ass off or like I'm so tall I don't need to bring a ladder to every job yeah like that's why that's why I used to take me that's why I used to take me with yeah. me but uh <laughs> I learned so much from my dad but I got to spend more time with my uncle and that's just how uh the man upstairs had it figured out but I learned how to work the right way to work from my uncle 
and the right way to treat people from my dad. At least that's what I think in my heart of hearts, and that's the way I'm going to keep approaching everything. Don't worry about what other people think. Man, not, not to mention my other two uncles that were... Like, with what my, my, my dad asked his oldest brother, my uncle Franklin, to be the executor of his estate, et cetera, et cetera. And basically, be my dad until I was 30. Because if I'd have gotten a bunch of life insurance money at 21 years old, I'm, we all probably know how that would have gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, the burden... Like, I told, and I told, I, like, I told my uncle until his last day. Like, that was... I can't, I can't imagine that burden that your brother put on you to come to you and like, hey man I can, I'm not gonna be here do you mind mm. being a father mm. taking care of my son and he did it which what would anybody do in that situation they ain't gonna say no no never gonna say no crazy how strong you can be in this just like when you're not giving a choice yep. really. and that's that's what work life is like I were, our family moved from Lynchburg up in Big Island is technically the name where, of the place where where my grandmother grew up she met my grandfather he was a taxi driver cut pulpwood and occasionally might have delivered some moonshine for some people. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, one evening, uh, when my dad was just, shit, he couldn't have been, again, as the story goes, as I was told, uh, my Uncle Franklin was probably seven or eight, and my dad was just an infant. If even alive, he he might have not even been born yet. But they loaded the back of the truck up in Lynchburg with the wood stove still burning, with all their belongings on it, and drove it to Farmville and set up in Cumberland. And that's where, like, the grants started around this area. Yeah. And then the glass company? That was... That was my dad and my grandmother, more so than anything. My dad was, um, and of course it's taken all of us. It's not just, um, it wasn't just dad and, and Nana, but they, uh, my dad was actually working for Bob's Glass. Is that Bob's Glass and Muffler? Yep. Okay. In town. And, Riverside uh, now. Again, edit this was before I was born. Like, the glass company got started in 1987. I wasn't born until 89. And, uh, so, but as the story goes, Dad was working for Bob's Glass and Muffler, and the guy that, <laughs> the guy that owned it, uh, he wasn't seeing eye to eye with his boss that day. And, uh, so, I think some choice words might have been said. <laughs> And 
guy told him that he said, you know what, I'm going to start my own glass shop. And then the guy told him, he said, Farmville's not big enough for two glass shops. I know. My, my, dad, said, my dad said, all right. He no just, problem. That guy just sold his Napa the other day. Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> you mean, um, she. They. She. Yeah. He. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know. I, remember, I remember that place burning down back in the day. Didn't that burn down? I don't know. But apparently, they didn't like hearing that. That it burned down? No, that there was farm rules only big enough for uh, one glass shop. Well. Just don't say it. I don't know how you can do that on podcast. You've been going for that long, so I'm going to edit this video. Mm. I will. <laughs> well, for me, uh, hey. Welcome to the South Side, baby. Hey. For the one day. You can just tell your story. You didn't say anything, anything yeah. bad. You no, didn't anything, anything bad. bad. You didn't say the name. You just speaking your truth. I'm just fascinated how like you can go from like from being 19 and 21 losing your mom and then your father and then you're just talking about like work life and just you know just telling stories like there's you know like they're still here and like like you've been turning it into a positive is how I would spin it I had to yeah they didn't get to live a full life so I have to there you go, yeah, man. For me, like I said, that's a, that's the a, that's a biggest way that I try to look at it. Because mom was 39, dad was 49. Dad. Respectively, when they passed. I just hit 33. And I know there's a lot of things that they wanted to do that they didn't get to. You're so old. Fuck you. Thank you. I'm in my prime. Thank you. I'm in my prime. I'm 33. God damn. Hey, here's a here's a man. 31, man. 31. You ain't far from the damn tree. You ain't far from the worst. You gearing up for the worst. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't far from the damn tree. Shit ready getting getting ready. Shit about to get real. You know how old people react? It's getting ready to get hard. You better start drinking coffee after dinner. That's all that I'm coffee, hey, coffee, <laughs> I can't get coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm asleep at six. <laughs> see, see, you can't see, you catch it up. Right. See, you ain't, it ain't fun. It ain't yeah, fun. You know what time you go to sleep, you ain't going to sleep. <laughs> Definitely. Every recliner gets me every night. But don't watch don't watch TV and sit down at the same time. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Sorry to get you off topic. Oh nah, it's uh, like I said, uh to like I said, to get to experience those two the experiences, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine it. It takes a strong person to get through that. Mm-hmm. And you did. You turned something into a great positive. Cause I can't I had no idea you went through that I had no idea I don't even know how I would react with that if that it, was me it went bad for a while 
Cause I can understand you went down that dark road. As anybody would. Anybody would say who they wouldn't, trust me, you're not perfect. I went, I went down plenty of dark roads. Roads that I talked to Clint about, and he didn't even know. But I'm still here. So for me, like I said, yeah. That's more than a lot of people can say. Taking pills, almost killing yourself, I've done that. Pulling a gun to your head, pulling the, pulling the trigger. It was loaded, but it was jammed. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Driving the wrong side of a highway with oncoming traffic, didn't know until you actually got swerved over and realized you was driving the wrong side of the road. I've done that. So I've been there. I've been at that dark road. That's what depression does. But anybody who experienced it, I'm sure Clint experienced it. You have. It's not mm-hmm. easy. Oh, yeah. It's not easy. It's such a better place not being in it. Yeah. Talking about it. It's really helpful. Yeah. You don't realize how many people can relate. Have a lot in common with you. Yep. Until until you, you get out of your comfort zone and open up a little bit. You know. And now once you've overcame it, then you can come back and help mentor those. And yeah. Ryan, you've been doing a great job, and your your story is really gonna uh, reach out and touch yeah, people. Yeah, try to man. Like it. Uh, yeah. And again, included. Uh, my again, shout out to my boy Ralph with with no label. Uh, he has, shout out to shout out <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, no label. You know, you already know, bro. He uh, Ralph was on JV when I was on varsity, man, playing uh, in Ottaway and no label and work life kind of, I don't want to say grew together, but came along at the same time and me and him have been in close contact uh, for three years now uh, doing things in the community down in Blackstone uh, he's been coaching uh, basketball just doing a lot of great things man and, he, and honestly he and you too Ryan obviously uh, opened my eyes up to because I saw it when I lost my uncle and uh he uh, he had a lot on his plate. I don't feel like that he said anything to anybody or used his nephews that were around him for support and all to you know to to help yep. him deal with it. And uh, that ain't losing your life ain't worth that, man. If you have a conversation for 20, 30 minutes with somebody, it's a whole lot better than dying. Yeah. Definitely. It'll make you feel better. Uh, yeah. Might make you feel That's worse. You, you might you might start crying for a few minutes, but like at the end of the day, like it's so much more to being on this planet than it is to not. Like you got so much more of an opportunity to do so many things. At least like, as far as we know, you know. Well, walk outside, take a breath of take a breath of fresh air right you know feel the breeze blowing springs here like life is coming back to to the earth like enjoy it while you can cause guaranteed you're gonna not be able to one day yeah that's a fact that's a fact truth is everybody has an entry date and an exit date and you just don't know when. and we all have had that exit date mm-hmm. you just don't know when it is 
but that's the great thing about life. You can't think about that as a day. You have to live it. Day by day. Day by day. Mm-hmm. You have to live it. And that's why, like, <laughs> now, like and I have, like, a lot of people tell me, like, and I hear this so much, of course, with, with this work life thing. Like, we started it because it was a good idea. And we did our due diligence, our research. Like, obviously, we know that we can't work 24-7 because it would, it's humanly impossible. Like, yeah, we had a good idea. But, like, I don't need to hear some shit from nobody when I'm, like, sitting at home watching TV mm-hmm. and eating. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about, like, yeah, I'm about to have work clock. Like, no, man, I don't put mine in. Like, Time to hit that clock you know, out button. You ain't my boss. You don't sign off HR. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like my sticker, buy one. If not, then shut the fuck up. That's a great, that's a great, that's a great stamp right there. Because it's truth. Because I got to have time. I got to have time for me too. You got to. You know, it, it's not just like, it's a you know what I'm saying? Like we were saying earlier, I got to wash my dishes. I got to, I got to fold my drawers. I got to put my socks together. You got to. You got to take I gotta, time for I got to give my dog his medicine. Like, you know, that, that's work too. Well, it's kind of like the salt light sticker that you said. Like, you took that off because you don't Google, live at a beach. Google every owner of salt life and see how much positiveness you come back with. Okay. Ooh. Man, he ain't saying that for no reason. He can say that for me. He said it <laughs> I told you. I, know, I, I did my research. I can promise you that nobody that's ever associated with work life will ever do anything like anybody associated with salt life. Okay. And the three people that started it no longer own it because they sold it for $37.5 million 11 years after they made it. Dang. Damn. Let me get uh, in on this action. Where's your checkbook? <laughs> well, I got the head. I buy it. Don't be like Tom. Hey, be another like Tom. But nah, man. We named bro. We named Tom. Like Tom from MySpace. Like, well, all right, what are we gonna do? Buy all this land? Buy like Tom from MySpace. Hey, it's all swamp, man. We don't want this shit. Yeah, yeah. they're doing a wetland mitigation to it. What does that mean? So they're removing the cows and um, they're gonna turn it back to its natural habitat. So they're gonna re-swamp it or de-swamp it? They're gonna grow natural plants, which is gonna hopefully help with the flooding. And it's going to help with, like, uh, natural wildlife and hopefully some big old white-tailed deer. Right. Right on. Right on. But, um, yeah, let's do that. That'll be dope. I do got one question to ask. Do you think? <laughs> I try not to. As okay. open as possible. <laughs> All right. Many mental health mindset issues can be a reason because of the use of being on social media. Do you think social media can have a negative effect on your mental health? Absolutely. And that's been a tough one for me because I, uh, obviously, small business, ain't nothing better than free advertising. Yeah. And one thing that social media provides that local radio and newspapers and billboards and all of that doesn't. What local radio? Oh, I guess we got kicking coast. Yeah, I guess I got 199. Yeah. A couple of them. Like, I don't even know if it's worth, I don't even know if it's worth doing. But They do Longwood basketball games, so that's good. Anyway. Um, Relationship-wise, it's, it's a killer. It's a dagger to all of that. But business-wise, it ain't nothing better. 
I, I mean, I can't. What can I say? I've literally grown a company. We've, we've got over 3,500 followers on Instagram and almost 2,000 followers on Facebook. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And I haven't that's paid anybody to do anything. Yeah. That's pretty damn impressive. It's only because people like this and believe in it. Uh, it's a good. I mean, it's not just like a brand. It's a actual way of it's life. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Way of That's what my my buddy Reggie White, uh, one of my best friends, man, my brother. Uh, shout out White's Flooring Company. Tell King and Kyra, I said, hey, uh, if it wasn't for for him and a handful of my old friends, man, I wouldn't be here. And I truly mean that. Like I, uh, dad, and my family, man, my cousins. I'm the youngest of nine cousins in my generation, and so I'm, I'm all. I'll always be the baby. So that's why you like, you, like you see me put like I play it. I like the baby. Like I play a lot of the baby's music, right? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Alright. Hey. He just talks so much shit. I love it. He talks so much shit. You just can't, you can't help but not like it. But, so when you talk about social media and you looking at it from a business perspective, like I've noticed like social media, if you're like one of those who's like a consumer and thinks that's where your life resides, like that's where I got to share my life, you know? That's where I got to like post everything, like... Like, that's not a really good, like, that's how I interact with all my friends. That's how I interact with all my family. If you're one of those people that's like, that's how I keep in touch with my family, then, like, obviously you haven't found Zoom or, like, picked up a phone. (laughs) I was going to say a phone call. (laughs) You know, some people are, you know, at places where they can't call. But, like, there's always some excuse, you know. But when you look at it from a business perspective. I'm busy, but it's your fault that I haven't heard from you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another thing like when you're busy working it's hard to consume it and so like you can't consume but like as your business perspective you're creating content for other people to consume so it's like a lot different if you only look at it from like I only look at Facebook as that's my that's my business that's that's a business profile that's all that is right there that's fake world real real life is right here in this room yeah true yeah. absolutely true that's a good question man but I mean for me, it's, it's this. Okay. It's a time and place to post personal, mm-hmm. relationship-wise, because you put everything out there for everybody to see. It's not necessary. You can't get mad when everybody starts saying something. Everybody starts asking you or being your business. You can't get, you, can, you, you can't get mad. You cannot. You can't get on both. That, that, that irks me. That's why you, you post Facebook every, your business. You post everything by every single okay. I, like I said, you can post a picture yeah, here and there, but you post every little thing. You can't get mad with somebody say, okay, well I know everything about your relationship. How you know? You posted it. I know everything. Can I give an example? Alright. Sure. If you're one of those people that went went to the beach <laughs> on the weekend and you're posting pictures of you at the beach that weekend and doing live videos. Don't be surprised if someone broke into your house while you were gone, because they know you ain't there. Like that's why you. That's another reason why you don't do it. Too sad. 
Security reasons, privacy reasons. I mean, if you've been informed with this past week, it doesn't matter if you're there in the middle of the day. They still might rob you. Soaker's car wash. What was it? Benchmark Community Bank. Nah, Citizens. 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 The Tiger Ann got hit. Is that the second time? You know, they're coming from Richmond. No farm bills people would be doing that. You would do, don't be surprised. I don't know. Man, I recognize old boy. Oh uh, gosh, CSI podcast. I, 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 I did see the picture there. <laughs> I don't know. You know you motherfucker, but you look familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta see this picture. All right, all right. I, 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 They'll get them. I leave the dead. But, nah. <sighs> oh, that's good stuff. It's, like I said, it, it's... So it's this like, is real and what's happening? We're going to get calls from the FBI. They don't even guy that didn't yeah, do a damn thing. thing. Like I said, it won't be the first, it won't be the last. Yeah. But like they I said... Probably, they probably listening already. Probably so. But... How so, y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they call... He's out the door going. He's out like, the door going somewhere. Where you going? Where'd Adam go? Where'd Adam go? Where Ryan go? Where Clint go? Clint's still here talking to him. Okay. Like, it wouldn't be hard for him to find me from here. In the so. No. I didn't Y'all don't drive. Up. Don't take a left out of the driveway. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely don't take a left out of the driveway. No. But yeah, I just feel like social media has a time and a place to post what you need to post when you don't need to post. Mm-hmm. Coach, you don't need to post get your ass in a lot of trouble yeah and these days people I understand you committing like I said you incriminating yourself right yeah you ain't telling nobody what you this on like Snapchat is one of them that's the worst one yeah. Yeah. that's the worst just cause it says it's deleted in 24 hours that's the worst that's the worst that you can do hours. you're posting what you're like you're incriminating yourself but I don't have Snapchat, so I'm telling you, that's the worst. That is the I mean, worst. Got, that is the worst. I got to incriminate yourself. Business, but yeah, I'm looking like I ain't, got no, I ain't got nobody to make mad right now. So, but uh, I, I'm trying to tell you, I haven't seen some people posting like you incriminating the heck out of yourself right now. Boy. But like that's uh, and when, once it goes viral, <laughs> that look like some OnlyFans shit. That shouldn't be on Snapchat. Like once it goes viral, it what goes viral. Apparently, you, you will be surprised. <laughs> you will be surprised. It's worth a Google clip. It's, it's, worth worth it's worth a Google. I, I just talking to just my wife look, about it. Just look at like, it with her, so she doesn't get mad when she sees your. I heard it was a scam. Oh no, nah, man! There's people making about six figures off six fans. Yes, every piece of it. Yeah, the cash me outside girl might be making seven. Yeah, it's a doing what? Think about it. Is this a porn porno site? Basically, pictures of her butthole. Basically. Oh, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Basically, would you pay five dollars to see it? No, I wouldn't. And see, see it. you wouldn't. See, it. see, but it's like it's a yeah. You post like yeah, post this up. It's a tip. Just <laughs> leave me a tip. I, it's uh, yeah, but they do that on Snapchat. Y'all see my wife? I don't need to see that. But they do that on Snapchat. Damn, like cash me, out, cash me outside. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, I saw that. Somebody so, said something about that the other day. If I uh, <laughs> take up some pictures of myself, you know, doing some of this, like I. Get some money. People pay me five dollars. Probably more Probably than that. Probably more than that. Depends on how big Depends on, depend you know, on what they're what they're into. Wheelchair it's pornography. A, that might a, be a niche. It's a market for everything. It's man. a it's market. A it's a market for everything. <laughs> There's some creepy people wanting to see me take off my socks. I'm sure. You'd be surprised. You would be. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
There's, there's, everybody's got a niche, man. I, I'm good. I'll stick to real estate and drive. Right. I, I'm saying it's next time. Time never get real hard. We were just talking about the Great Depression coming back. So yeah. I can't pay five bucks for that. They can still though. They can. You see, that, you see, that, see that sticker, but I did that. Do they take but. crypto? What? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Social media. Use it wisely. Because <laughs> Snapchat could be the down. It's just the downfall. Yeah, but you got and you got to be careful. Uh, like, and that's something that I've been very delicate with. You got to be. Just be smart. Just use your Come this whole just, thing. Just be smart. Like, you don't get too involved in too many buttholes, subjects, or buttholes. Or don't, or don't stir, or don't. Don't stir the pot when you don't know how to spoon. Yep. Or don't put something out there that you know is going to get a reaction that you know is coming your way. But don't get mad when everybody commenting. It's the, right. Do not get mad. If you put something you, out there you, you put post it, it. You put it on blast, don't get mad for putting it on, getting put on blast. Don't get mad. Do not get mad you when you get a reaction or comment that you don't expect to get. Hey, the best, best commercialism is word of mouth. So if you want to start talking about it, start talking about it. Don't get mad when everybody else does. I'll tell you what I get mad about when I post something. I get like nine likes and then some girl posts something that's like like mine could be inspirational and it's hers just like a work outfit and then she's like at 3,000 likes in an hour I'm like this post has been here for eight years and I only got nine likes <laughs> but they get like 600 right. her ass looks better than your inspirational post I know that's Honey needs, my that. wife needs to start helping me out with social media <laughs> you ever heard of OnlyFans? <laughs> should, I, should I tell her about it? <laughs> Oh God! Oh Jesus! That's not right. That's not right. Oh, but it could work. It could work. I hope I never have a daughter. Yeah, I've always thought that. Daughter, when you watch this podcast in the future, yep. I hate your future. If I'm I glad a, you're here, but if I have any kids in the future, I'm trying to tell you, I'm adopting. I need some Cambodian kids to help print some t-shirts. If I have kids in the future. I'm going Brad and Angelina with it. I ain't worried. We live in Rice. I ain't got service for that. I'll pay my kids $2 an hour. There you go. That's what it calls it live. If I have kids, I would raise them the old school way. My favorite thing was Dad always used to make us rake the yard when the wind was blowing. Like, this is the most pointless shit ever but it's like he got some kick out of watching us try struggle to get, try to Got get all the leaves in the bag oh dude he used to he, my dad used to say this he said i used to love he said i love to watch you struggle and that's what that's what made that like that's dude my uncle used to come up to me like i'd like i'd be all excited like you know like you're trying to prove yourself like you're excited that you did something you want to tell your mom your dad your uncles whatever and I remember my uncle Jesse was like one of the best craftsmen that I've ever met he's an asshole but one I he took me under my under his wing when dad passed and uh like I'd be like I'd be excited going to tell him like hey man like look at this picture Mm -hmm. like does this like does this meet your standard like trying to show him a picture and he he would take his glasses off Pull his eye down like that and go, you see anybody in there that gives a fuck? And you just be standing there like, 
Man, what the fuck, man? Like, I was just trying to... God damn, that's so cold-hearted. I was just trying to... I was just trying to show you what, like, uh... Like, the, is the job all right? Like... You done pulled that yeah. eyeball. You done... See anybody in there that gives a fuck, boy? Damn. Right, nah, nah, I guess I don't. I'm going back about my business now. Damn. I never had that before. He taught me, but, man. I he had that one. He, <laughs> he, he taught me so much, man. All right. That's good. If... And I tell anybody that at this point. That's good. I just hit seven years in the house down there. And if I didn't know how to work. Congrats, neighbor. Thank you, sir. You, you can call me neighbor. 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 Hey, neighbor. Stay fine. Just stay. <laughs> uh, man, it's... Uh, Knowing how to work, at least do a, a shout out to Edgar Jones. Edgar Jones, <laughs> yeah, no, Edgar's been a big supporter of uh, of work life uh, and our family. That's good. I uh, talked to him a couple weeks ago, actually. But, uh, man, it's it's been crazy. Just the fact that, and again, it's weird that we're the ones that are doing this. But at the end of the day, the man upstairs picked us to be the ones to do it so for whatever reason and it's us and it's this area yeah like you don't think you don't think work life would have started in fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma or I don't know I've never been there New York City like nah it started in Farmville Farmville and looking back that's pretty cool rice glad it did subsidiary yeah (laughs) Suburban Farmville. That's, we well, still got we still got cows out here, y'all. More people Google Farm Farmville than they do rice, so that's why I don't like that. Anyway, I feel you on the hashtag. I feel you. Yeah, true. I've been trying to promote rice. Okay, Rice Town. Rice Click four three four four sixty beat. What's it? Four three four. Four sixty. Four sixty beat. See you on the versus already. He's got their double up. Work life already. Just got to go to the Everybody know what it is. It's the faux tree faux with the dub. Definitely. So, Please. so I got one. I got one question to ask you though. Moving forward, where do you want to take work life as a whole? Do you want to see it bang? <laughs> same glo- place. Globally, same. worldwide, global. <laughs> the same place. Different states. Different. <laughs> the same place SpaceX wants to go. We're gonna take this motherfuckers tomorrow. Word, that's what's up. They working out there? Nah, I'm getting on that. You but can do some nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to be on fucking Mars. None of us have ever seen a live to, to live to see that. Um, Never know, but hey, I can't. I, I can't. I can't get on a rap, no ass. I don't like heights. I don't like flying anyway. So I can't. You ever tried it? No, and never will. How can you say you don't like it? If you ain't I, never I, tried I, don't, it? I don't like heights. I don't fuck with planes. I don't. I don't fuck. Man, that shit's cake. That's just cake. All you gotta do is everybody said that. Everybody said that. Two mixed drinks. You all you feel is. Nah, give me some good. In thirty minutes, man, I watched two episodes of Fresh Prince. Was left Richmond and was in Boston in an hour. And he was the one flying. Just give me some good weed. I ain't trying to do no wheel slap. But God, (laughs) (laughs) my ears ring. I was going to say, I was like, is that what it sounded like in the Oscars? I had to. <laughs> it echoed even worse up there because it's a bigger yeah. stadium. Notice, notice, well, I had to put it in there. 
Put hey, work it. life's name in your mouth. Or you will get some. Keep smoking. Say it again. Out your motherfucking yeah. mouth. Put Say work life's name Say in your mouth. But and like I said, I, I had to do that wood in there. But nah, no, I. Um, it definitely woke everyone up. Still love you. I still love you. I'm still a big fan. Still a diehard fan. So don't take it wrong. We, uh, as far as moving forward, man, it's been it's been really cool for me. Uh, JR Tharp has been a big supporter. One of the top five trucking companies. I've seen that. Uh, in Keep the, some trucks clean, man. In the state of Virginia, clean. they were uh, nice enough to uh, put our logo on two different dump trucks. And then we've got... Uh, Brian Runsham Jr., Runsham Racing, uh, sporting our logo on the hood of his car. He's won four out of the last five races that he's been in with our logo on his hood. He came in second. Uh, the only other race, and uh, we're excited for uh, Toby Lane and uh, Toby Lane Racing. Darren Lane, Linda Lane, thank y'all as his parents uh, for letting us get on with them. Yeah, he's a little bit older, driving a little bit uh, bigger stock car but and it's uh as far as work life moving forward we're not stopping but like it ain't it ain't no quit that's what this is all about yeah so we're gonna keep trying to uh we came up with some new designs for uh firefighters emts and police that's pretty cool i saw that i uh, loved it that was it, it's been easier for us uh as far as being able to provide everything with plugging and playing logo or like yeah. the different logos within our original which again this is our flagship logo yeah. and it it's uh quite frankly it don't cost as much to get made if we just but i mean the work that put into it. designing it and yes. coming up with it like you said it's been like eight years <laughs> since y'all yeah that's yeah so it's time that's time for commitment uh we're not we, expecting this podcast to blow up and you know one, you one hour know. Oh yeah, it's true. Adam Grant's honest. Well, it is. It is. Work life is gonna blow up. Y'all already know. It's gonna blow I up. love him. I love him. The plates. The plates in the background. Man. I need so to blur out the background. the stolen one. I'm gonna turn that around. Y'all get a little bit of that. We take pride in our work and the work we do, and you should too. That that's a good quote. That's a good quote. I need to read that quote because that's a good quote. That's a true thing. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn King, Doug Driver. By the way, we're showing King stuff creations. to the video. Yeah, like I said, I have seen her make some good cups. That Dude, she I some uh, incredible cups. again, I took uh, some stuff to Doug and uh, fellow not away cougar. Um, I had to go on his football games because he been knocking yeah, people. Yeah, I, I <laughs> I want to go up and see Doug. Uh, he be too. knocking people. I'm uh, like, damn. <laughs> and uh, his boy Iman, that uh, that owns the Richmond Jets, man. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all putting the uh, our little. Uh, Can you get it close? Yeah, go ahead. Show them our pride stickers that we so, had. We yeah, basically, that. it's a football with the work life logo and describe just, the. Just a little bit of work between the win and the loss, man. And this gonna be you in the L. We, my uh, coach Pettis at uh, Nottaway High School uh, is where we donated our first one to. So we're looking forward to uh, keeping this thing going, man, and trying to get. Uh, we've got some logos coming for all of the schools in the Southside District: uh, Prince Edward, Randolph Henry, 
Cumberland, uh, I, I started with Nottoway and Fuqua because that's where I went to school, respectively. Uh, but we're trying to hook up Central, Appomattox, uh, everybody that is in the Southside 434 just to show some love to the area that and you you've lived around here your whole life just as well as I have I'm assuming you have too I saw the crew crew Dade Street address <laughs> on the uh, on the order on the website and uh, we've all heard people naysay this area our whole lives and yeah. beg to get away from it and think that there's a better life out there because they weren't shit here that they'd be shit somewhere else and they were just ain't shit all all along mm-hmm. uh, but I've always I hate to say it I came from Midlothian I've always believed in my Same heart thing. man like we've got a lot of we've got we're one of the few two college towns in America we have the Appomattox River. We've got. We're centrally located between Charlottesville, Lynchburg, and Richmond. Things have steadily been growing towards our area because, probably mostly because of the colleges. Yeah. But still, we would say Appomattox would be growing a little bit bigger, but it, well, it's coming from it's Lynchburg. Yeah. It's still growing. It's coming from Lynchburg. It's yeah. just steady. Well, rice is growing from the people in uh, Richmond and Amelia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pendleton. They, like they just sold. 10 houses like it's four in the field behind my house right now they, they sold every they sold every one of them already mm-hmm. this is growing I didn't have a chance to go try and sell one of them right. you can praise mine for me are you gonna no you're you're my neighbor I know are you moving I might if it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a bait he's a that bait <laughs> they selling 1200 <laughs> They selling 1,200 square foot houses on fucking acre lots for $240,000. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Hey, if you need to, you can build like an A-frame or something on my, my property. Dude, I can get, and that's, that's a, again, back to the work life thing. Right? Yeah. I could buy a buggy top barn and fix it up enough to live in it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I need to do is be able to print some t-shirts. Well, if you need a house, I know where some are. So if you want to sell yours. I'm going to miss you driving up and down the road, though. I'll still come by. Okay. But for $300,000, it might just be worth a wave. At $300,000, that's a really nice house. I think I got you sold. Definitely. That's a good Y'all idea. heard that? Yeah. Anybody want to come? <laughs> Y'all can buy the house that work life started in. There's uh-huh. enough that, all right, so 325. 325. We'll start there. I mean, you got like two acres. Uh, they can have the shit that's in it for that. I can't hey, I can't I can't follow them. I can't y'all, follow them. Hey, y'all can have y'all can have my dresser, them. my king size bed. Yeah, hey, hey, you're gonna have to move it or not. So like you take, you know how much I paid for it. So it's a furnished house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well the furnished house. <laughs> completely furnished. There's a nicer way of, of putting yeah. this stuff in the house. Uh, y'all can leave it. Y'all can have yeah. all my shit. Except for my soul. Turnkey. Turnkey. Don't blame. Don't and everything. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, hey. Never know. Never know. So. But honestly, again, I, I would say that I told you to clear when I interviewed him, I'm going to tell it to you to your face straight up. 
pleasure meeting you for the first time. Absolutely right. I sent him a message. When he posted it, he didn't know me from a can of paint. I, but I saw him. But I saw him doing what he was doing. Yeah, when I he said, sent me that message, I told him, I said, this man, this is one of the nicest things anybody I said, keep doing me. what you're doing. Never met him, but I saw what he was doing. So I'm going to say to you right now, keep doing what you're doing. Keep killing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Because you, you're doing great. Just say what, just say it. Just say, keep working. Keep working and keep kicking ass. That's all you got to do. Keep working and keep kicking ass. Keep working and keep kicking ass. That's, that's all we can do. All you can do. That's all you can do. All you can do. We, uh, we setting trends and, um, Man, again, with our friends and the people that we know in the 434 yeah. in Southside Virginia, uh, our home, uh, we're getting ready to show the world something. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Plus, I can't thank you enough for doing this episode, man. I feel like this is one of the best ones ever done. Clint, the great co host, as usual. Killing it as always. You keep doing what you're hey, doing on the I appreciate you having me on. Clint Mooney is burning. It's burning. Y'all thought it was Jim Rohn, it's just Clint Mooney. Clint Mooney is burning on the mic. That's just saying, just killing it. That's killing it. Welcome to our show. We hope you enjoyed it. See, uh, I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the, uh, see, he didn't come in on time. Just oh, see. I didn't know who y'all were saying. I'm so uncultured. That was an ESPN reference? Yeah, you don't know who fucking Jim Rohn is? <laughs> God damn. Hold up. See, he's about to end on a positive note. But you just took it. You just took it you back. Just, like, you just took it. God. We're, we're 33. He's not. I'm busy working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't knock it. Everybody got off work. Time to watch Jim Rohn. Thank you. I lit the shirt. I will just make the shirt. Pete, pardon the interruption. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Will Bond and uh, no, Will Bond. You got the other guy, Tony. Yep, that was like that was that's news after work. Excuse me, definitely. That's news after work. That's the sports station right there. That's let me get some long with basketball games. Dude, my uncle used to uh, to broadcast for him. Like, dude, literally, Jerome Kersey came to like you see records at his house. Yeah, like Jerome Kersey, man. Anyway. Like, we could do this shit for hours. Definitely. Like I said, I shoot, this is one of the best we've already had. We we almost, we almost, we almost, two hours. Like I said, shoot. We just, like I said, this is just kicking it. Work life. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you stopping by. Giving us a great podcast as usual. Clint, the great co-host as usual. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, And Ryan Smith, a great host. Stop. Absolutely. Stop. 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 But once again... Another episode of Sacramento Illness. Be safe, be positive. Work life. Got my Still mug. Oasis. Got my damn hoodie. I don't know what y'all got, Take but y'all better get, you get do, your baby. damn hoodie. www.worklifestore. I got hoodies. I got, I got cups.